Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of Video Game Realness. I'm your host, Delvin, and this week I'm joined with James. Hello. And back from, like, I don't even know how many weeks. An 18-week hiatus. (laughs) It's Greg. Yay, I'm here. Good. So happy to have you back. And I'm back, too, because I was... Yeah, you were in Mexico. I was in Mexico. Latin realness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Olay, bitches. Olay, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No offense to Mexican listeners. (laughs) I liked your country. It was wonderful. I had a great time with the week that I was away. Um, Except for the multiple mosquito bites I came home with. I thought you were going to say, except for the kidnapping. But no, no, no. I had like so many mosquito bites. It's like crazy. Where did Um, you go? I went to Playa del Carmen. Okay. And uh, we was I was there for a friend's wedding. Right. Um, and it was a beautiful wedding on the beach. Mm. And it was we were worried too because the day that like um, the wedding was like really overcast and like. It, like rained a little bit just before the wedding, like a little couple drops, and then the wedding started at two, and then the sun came out and was beautiful and everything for the wedding and the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the the wedding was done, it started raining. Wow, oh, yes. it was like the weirdest thing ever. That sounds like Pride in Toronto. <laughs> like it always yeah. rains just before, and then the clouds part. The parade happens. happens, and then it shit and then it rains again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was really good. Um, and like, oddly enough, like, so one of the people that was, um, in the wedding party, um, the brother of the bride, um, Mm -hmm. we were talking when we were out drinking and he mentioned like this person who happened to be Jamie Woo. And I was like, wait, you know, Jamie Woo. And then we started talking and then we started talking about the podcast and everything. And it was amazing. Is he gay? No. Oh. Jamie Woo doesn't just know gay people. <laughs> no, it's great. It, it was just—it was just one of those small world moments. Yeah, tiny, tiny world. Now, Greg, you've been away for a while. What have you been like? Doing? Not like fucking nothing. <laughs> what I've been doing, I've been buried in essay writing, which has been—it was really special. I'm such a procrastinator, and so for those of you who don't know, Michael and I are in the same program, but Michael is much more organized than I am. Mm-hmm. He like had everything planned down to the wire where I I I write well, but I only write in moments of panic. Like when I'm in like sheer unadulterated panic mode and then I stay up till five AM writing. And so that's why I haven't been here because I've been on Sundays I've been the last three weeks week like, oh my god, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Oh my god, and then writing all the essays. But I'm done, I'm done school now. Like Until, completely like, done, done. Like I'm done. You will start back again in January. Oh well, I have to do like a capstone project that doesn't require me to do anything except go to class once a week on a f- Tuesday night. But now I'm like completely done. I won't have assignments or essay writing or anything due for the rest of my life. Mm, oh, yeah, that's wonderful. That's you have more time to play video games. Exactly. Well, and then I started a job on Thursday um, with Xerox doing like right. Yeah, <laughs> so random. <laughs> I know. Right? Well, it's very, it's related. I'm in I'm in media studies. Like I, I'm in media production. My my degree is in media production, and so I'm doing that for like corporate. I'm making like talking corporate heads look good when they're talking about money or not sound stupid when they're talking about money. I see. So, boring! <laughs> On to video games! Anyways! <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, we're gonna talk about the games we've been playing of the week. Well, 
Except for Greg. Because <laughs> I haven't been doing anything but work. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't played anything at all. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly true, but we'll get to me, I guess. <laughs> Um, James, mm-hmm. what have you been playing? Uh, I've only been playing one game. I've just been playing a Super Mario 3D World. Ah, which we're going to gonna talk about more in depth later on in exactly. the show. Exactly. Um, I am in the Bowser world, so I'm in world technically 8 out of 10. That's where I'm at. Just give y'all an update. There are 10 mm. worlds? I think so, So yeah. weird. Mm. Oh. They're usually 8, aren't there? Well, depends. Yeah. On... The game on the game, yeah. Which again, we'll talk about more in the last. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted. Came in. I forgot to ask. I'm like, can we just like sit down and play Mario 3D World just for like half an hour so I know what I'm talking about? But anyways, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Were you been playing anything else? Uh, I've been. I'm still on the second Phoenix Wright game. I'm kind of stuck because I'm really bored of that one case. Did you wish there was like a skip option? Well, I'm tempted <laughs> to just to just because it's Michael's cartridge, so. The game's been beaten already, oh, so you right. can play any episode. Oh, so I'm tempted just yeah. to skip episode three and play episode four. You might want to do that. I think I'm going to do that. It's been two weeks. Because there are some parts that are, like, you know, really dry and bland. So, like, just skipping over it. Yeah. And so you can get to the good stuff. Yeah, and game three. <laughs> yes. Um, so I've played a lot um, over since the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing Phoenix Wright. And my goal was to finish Phoenix Wright before Zelda came out so that I could have the entire week um, in Mexico to play um, Zelda. And I did. I finished it. Um, so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> the last case... Okay, so the last two cases are kind of tied together. Uh-huh. But, like, the last case, so good. It just... I, of course, I don't want to, you know, give Spoiler. away any spoilers because it's so good that, you know, you just need to play the game. I highly, highly recommend mm-hmm. anyone that is has a 3DS to buy this game. It's only $29.99. Even if you've never played a Phoenix Wright game before, this is the one you want to play. So, so does it wrap up the entire game series or is there room for a sequel? There's room for a sequel. Oh, yay, good. There yeah, is definitely good. room for a sequel. You guys have convinced me to, like, I have now have a list of things that I need to buy because I've never played a Phoenix Wright game. Actually, I think I played, like, half an hour of the first Phoenix Wright game. No, you need um, to play this The whole, one. yeah, apparently. Well, if you have the time, go back and play all the other ones. But I do realize what a, a time-consuming feat that is. <laughs> because each game is, like, 20-plus hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a lot of reading. It's, a, it's basically, like, you know... It's a novel. It's a novel. Yeah. You know, interactive novel. I'm into it. And uh, it, it's just so good. It's just really good. I'm not going to, again, go into to the details. I will just say, buy the game. Done. Now, for the week that I was away, I played The Legend of Zelda. Oh, my God. And anyone who has played Link to the Past will feel very at home with this game. Mm-hmm. The game is laid out, like, very much in the same... Isn't the overworld, like, the light world, almost exactly the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It is... Pretty much almost the same. There are some things that they changed and, and moved or whatever the case mm-hmm. is, but it's mostly the same. It has such a feeling of nostalgia when you're playing the game. It's like, I've played this game before, but not really. Um, the format follows a very similar format of um, both Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time, in that you collect pendants, save sages. So, Etc. Um... <laughs> um but the um, how it plays out is very different. So normally, like when you're you know have a Zelda game, you play through the dungeons and like you know you get items mm-hmm. for that dungeon that 
is then later used for the rest of that dungeon or other dungeons. Um, this one you have um, a friend named Ravio, Ravio um, who rents you out all the items that you need for the game. So right from the get-go, you get whatever you Hook want. shot, boomerang, whatever. Exactly. It's all available, like, I think, like, after, like, the second dungeon. Like, the first dungeon, he gives you just, like, the two things you need. And then, like, later on, you come back and he's like, oh, my shop expanded and now you can rent anything. <laughs> Um, and then you also, through when you go through the game, you collect, um, I can't pronounce them, mamies. They're like these little octopusy fish-looking things. Huh. They kind of replace... Octopussy. Um, yeah. <laughs> they replace kind of like the skull skulltulas that you oh, collect. Right, right. So they're randomly all over the world. Right. And then as you collect them, if every ten you collect, um, the mother will take one of your items and upgrade them. Oh. But in order to do that, you have to buy the item from Ravio. Okay. Instead of renting it. Yes. Interesting. And whenever you um, rent an item and you die... Um, they all disappear, He right? comes and takes them all back. Oh. So the incentive is to not die. To not die, right. Um, and of course, there's very many ways to prevent that, like collecting fairies in a bottle. Mm-hmm. That's still there. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is you can't actually... Like, you know how you could just take the bottle and just, like, swipe it and then, like, catch the fairy in the bottle? You can't do that. You need a net. No. Oh, yeah. You have to get the net or you have to go and buy it. Buy the what? Like, buy the fairy from, like, a shop and then put it in a bottle. That's weird. I was talking to my friend Mike last night because he's been playing it, too. um, And he was saying how... It, how similar it is to the old game, but mm-hmm. it's it's so similar that to to the point that even a lot of like the heart pieces and where you find bottles, like you go under the bridge to find a bottle from like the fishing guy or whatever. Like is oh. that is mm-hmm. it like a lot of the same? Like from uh, Link to the Past, Link yeah. to the Past. Like they yeah. buried it. Yeah. I I mean I can see how they what they were going for with this game. That, that I can definitely see how they are trying to go for. Um, you know, introducing a new generation into playing Legend of Zelda games and um, the difficulty level is definitely brought down. Like, it's... Mm. Unless, I, I I mean, I don't know if it's that I'm just more familiar with Zelda games and have, like, none of the puzzles were extremely difficult and I wasn't stumped on them for very long. And I, like... I didn't have to. So like, like water temple bullshit. No. <laughs> and I didn't have to read any guides or anything like that. Like, I just... Hmm. Played through, like yeah. I beat the game. It's a very short playthrough. Like I beat it in a week, and the temples oh. are very short. Like they don't, they're not like long hourly affairs. Like you can probably get in and out of a dungeon in like an hour, hmm. and like most of the dungeons have like three floors. That's it. Like it's very quick, and so in like there's other stuff for you to do like when you're in the overworlds, and a lot of it is like you know going in between like. The dark world, the, the dark and the world, light. and the light world. Um, so that adds to the, the playtime. But the actual temples themselves are not difficult. The bosses are. Some of them are very hard, <laughs> and some of those were very difficult. Um, but aside from that, no, it wasn't very uh, difficult. Hmm. But overall, the ending. Oh my god! I haven't touched it. You like the ending? I will say is the best ending for a Zelda game. Out of every game in the series. What? what? Yes. That's Those pretty are epic. Bold yes. Words. That's bold. No. <laughs> when you play it, you will see for yourself and see what a good. It's, That's bold. It's very. I know it's a very bold statement, <laughs> but it's a very good ending. All like right. when you. Like I said, I, I'm not going to give anything away, but it just is a very good ending. Okay. 
So one question before we like wrap up talking about Zelda. So how is it a sequel? Is it just like the world? Like, is there anything like is um, there anything like left over from the Zelda? events of Link to the Past um, are brought up? Okay. I, again, I don't want to spoil them. I don't. Okay, spoil so you can't anything. take too much without spoiling it. That's I will fair. say that it takes place after Link to the Past. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so just know that that's what happens, and the ending is amazing. I'm so excited to play it. I haven't been this excited to play a game that's in a long crazy. time. Yeah, like um, the Ocarina Time ending, of course, is you know epic. epic. Um, but no, this one... Do you mean like the ending is on the boss fight ending or the, the, just the ending sequence? Because the Ocarina of Time ending sequence wasn't that epic. Um, sad, I would though. say the yeah. the whole ending sequence is More epic. than Twilight Princess? Like the... Oh! Twilight Princess, okay. Like the three-stage boss battle. Okay, so Twilight Princess is very epic in like the boss battles. Okay. I would definitely say that, okay, the boss battle sequences from Twilight Princess trump this one. Okay. Um, but the ending. All right. Okay. The ending itself. Oh, I'll buy it. I was trying to hold off on buying this game because I bought so many things. No, sorry, not happening. I have to trade something in. Go download it tomorrow. I have to trade something in. I'm going to see what I can I, I wish that I bought it, like physically bought it because yeah. then I could have given it to you. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I'm done. But it's not, I downloaded it. Oh. So. Yeah. Maybe I'll book Michael for it once he's done. Did he buy it? Yes, he did. Hey, Michael! <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is very good. We're coming for you. Um, the other game that I played um, it was Mario Party Island Tour. So, with this one, it's on DS, um, and it lets you play with... Like, DS? Like, base Sorry, DS? 3DS. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> that's like, that's basic yeah. shit. BDS. 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 The basic Nintendo DS. Nintendo BDS. <laughs> it's like a bowel disease. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. Oh, I want to see a doctor about your BDS. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take care of that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, no. have a cream. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. So, for 3DS, lets you play with one cartridge with up to four people. Um, so... I would like us to do that before the next podcast. When, okay. Uh, hopefully Cameron and Michael can be here, and then the four of us can play on our DS. Okay, on well. cartridge. Can you? Be, oh, you can play. Oh, one cartridge, oh. and so it works through the download play. Now um, I have a DS now too. Okay, guys. Do you? Yeah. Oh, wouldn't you buy a 3DS? I for Pokemon. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. I thought you borrowed your friend. I still have it. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> so it's not yours. My, my alleged random Mexican friend that you guys are like, who's this Mexican? Hola. <laughs> so you don't actually have a 3DS, <laughs> but I can. I okay, okay, if you still have it, then you. But can he can bring him play. Yes, yes. Okay. Not excluding him. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize that you still had it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I thought the loading would be, you know, mm. really bad for because it's playing off of one cartridge but it loads like the the initial loading sequence is is like about three to four minutes and then like it just plays through between like the map sequence and then the actual games pretty quickly Mm. now i will say there are some game modes that they put in here that are super boring like, one of the game modes we were playing... No, I'm not even joking. Yeah, go ahead. One of the game modes that we played, I was playing with Kyle, and it, the goal is just to get to the end of the map, but, like, it would play... You go through three rounds of all four players just rolling the dice and trying to go as far as possible, and then you would play a minigame. That's how it happens in We Party You. Like, it's 
so slow. Like, I, I, I don't even know why that game mode is hmm. in there. Interesting. It's super boring. I was like, this is the worst. But then they have other ones where, like, um, we played another one where they have more mini games like on the on the map like if you land on a versus um play spot then everyone plays in a, a game and then there's like you're not like collecting of like just the one star right you collect like multiple stars so like it, when you win a game you get a certain amount of stars uh-huh. and then there was like um you get to these certain gates this is just one of the one of the maps i played i think each map is different mm. but so on this one you get to certain gate checkpoints and then there are four different podiums. So whoever gets there first gets the, the one that has ten mini stars. And then there's seven mini stars. And then there's oh, so on and so forth. Right. But as you play through, there's different things you land on that can swap the order of the podiums. Like, it gets crazy. Yeah, and like confusing, yeah. But you, once you play it, it I'm makes sure sense. it works, yeah. Do you remember the, a little bit of a tangent, but along the same lines? Do you remember that game we used to play on Wii? It was like a Mario Party style game, yeah, like role playing game. It was oh. like a role playing game. Do you remember the? It was like you could be like the different characters, and and then you would like fight each other in like a role playing style battle, like an RPG style battle. We were addicted to it for oh. weeks. Oh, what? I know what game he's talking about. Fuck! What, what game is it called? I can't remember. I oh fuck! I know what game he's talking about. And then it was like it was like a board game style game uh-huh. where you like moved your characters around the board and you like fought random encounters and you leveled up. What? And then you could like yeah, it was a really fun game. Wait, and we were addicted. This to This was it. on Wii. Yeah, and it was we on were Wii. Addicted to it for weeks, yeah. months even. And then we would Did get mad at each it? other. I I think I still have it. We would get mad at each other because it was a game that you couldn't finish in a day. You'd have to continuously play it. Yeah. And then Oh, Dokapon Kingdom. Dokapon Kingdom. <laughs> yes. Yes. That game. Oh my god. Holy shit. That almost ruined friendships. That game. <laughs> that game is vicious. Because <laughs> you're always like backstabbing each other. You know how you hate Fortune Street, James? Oh god. Like <laughs> only this version, but yes, no. I do. Fortune Street is nothing compared to Dokapon Kingdom. Like Kingdom? nothing. Just putting that out there. Uh, just Mario Party. The recent like release of Mario Party reminded me of that and how mean it got. Like how rude vicious. It, vicious it got. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, if you haven't played Dokapon Kingdom, you should pick it up. It's for Wii. Oh and yeah. Play it with four people and just don't drink. Just like yeah, take just like play. an Ativan or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, seriously, it's a really good game to play. Yeah. Uh, like if you still have a Wii and you're looking for a game that you probably haven't played because it pro- it flew under the radar. Oh, but it was awesome. It was such a good game. Yeah, it was um, really fun. We should definitely all play that and talk about hmm. it again. Amazing. Let's have like a retro Dokapon Kingdom day. Oh my god, could you imagine if we did a podcast where we were playing that? <laughs> just be swearing. It would just be swearing and you screaming. I don't know who the hell would want to listen to that. It's so expensive on eBay. It's really? It's like $70. Oh my god. Yeah, because it's out of print. I bought it for yeah. like 20 bucks. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's out of print. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That's fair. Anyways. Um, so yeah, Mario Party Island Tour, very good game. I definitely would recommend it. I mean, it's... I mean, if... One person can buy the cartridge for like what is it thirty four ninety nine? I think it's selling for. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fun if you have four people or even just two people that you can play with on your DS. Um, I might buy it. We'll see. It's a good way to spend the time. Yes, um, and of course, I've been playing Mario three D World. Um, I played it as soon as I got home. I haven't got very far yet, but yeah, you're still you just finished the first world. I right? just finished the first world. Yeah. So, have you guys played it four player yet? 
I did. Well, I played it. Yes, I did at my house last week. Michael, Cameron, Tristan, and I played it together. And how does it? Is it just function well as like a four player? If game? you all agree to stick together, it functions really well. <laughs> if someone wants to be a d bag and like <laughs> run ahead, then. There are other three people will just be in bubbles. Yeah, like if you communicate and you say, "Oh, wait, I think I saw something over here," and like that—that's a lot of fun. So playing with Michael, Cameron, and Tristan, it was fun because we're not jackasses. Yeah, not mentioning Um, any names. Yeah, yeah, we won't play with. Um, (laughs) You should definitely play it through single player because it is the most enjoyable. But adding three people is fun as long as everyone's nice. Yes, (laughs) it's co-op. It's not competitive. It's It's co-op. Got it. Get it together, girl. Get it together. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that. Includes now playing unless oh wait did you have anything that you what were you gonna say Greg? well not Greg? really I mean I I played because po- I never actually finished Pokemon you still haven't finished it yet no I still haven't finished it girl right? welcome so, to October I know right this is a month ago um, <laughs> uh, it's December now so yeah two months ago it's Zelda time now it's, well that's the thing is I get so distracted so I played a little bit of Pokemon but it wasn't enough to like talk about not really have you finished it i think i caught a raichu or something no i haven't finished it what do you mean I, you caught a raichu or something you should never catch a raichu i know i have my own <laughs> anyways um and then so i've been commuting a lot back and forth i've been addicted again to candy crush oh jesus crush. i downloaded it the other day again. <laughs> yeah. but it got to the point where one night i was really stressed and i was like i'm just gonna go get shit-faced and, and play candy crush? No, 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 no. And then I got way, way too drunk. And woke up like Yeah, like Delvin two weeks ago. And I woke up poisoned. Like, <gasps> really poisoned. But as I was falling asleep drunk, I kept, like, doing, like, candy crush moves in my head. And oh. things like, you know. Like, you need to seek help. <laughs> you know, it's really bad. You need to seek help. I closed my eyes and I was, like, I was, like, playing candy crush in my head. I was like, oh, this needs to stop. So I haven't played it since. Yeah, that's a sign that you need to stop. Yeah. Because if you're dreaming of Candy Crush... I wasn't even dreaming. It was still awake, just inebriated. Oh, so, Jesus. Never, never again. Never. Candy Crush is off my list. It's done. Okay. The end. Well, maybe that concludes it for now. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that will conclude That was play. a public service announcement, actually. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back Woo-hoo. with news items of the week. Woo! Everybody. Welcome back. We're here. So we're going to go over the news tidbitties of the week. Tidbitties. Tidbitties. Bitty titties. Itty bitty titty bitties. So Neverland Co., who is the developer of Rune Factory and Lufia, is unfortunately going to be filing for bankruptcy This breaks my heart. I wrote LOL. Shade. 
So I have a, a sheet here list that we follow as an outline. Um, and on James's sheet, he has LOL written to like half the news points. <laughs> and a few WTFs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am BuzzFeed uh, personified. <laughs> the patron saint of BuzzFeed is yeah. James. 13th um, day of Christmas, girl. <laughs> but no, so they're going to be filing for bankruptcy. Oh, which, that, um, that makes me sad. Yeah. From the news article that I read, um, it they had posted an article back in August mm-hmm. saying that everything was fine because they when they had released Rune Factory 4, yeah. um, the sales numbers were good and they were like, oh, so it's going well and they started their next project and I don't know what happened between then and now and now they're going to be filing for bankruptcy. Uh, to be honest, oh. I don't think there hasn't really been a good Lufia game since the SNES mm-hmm. era. Like Lufia 2, I remember that. Do you guys play Lufia 2? No. No. Oh my yeah, god, the ending too. is not like... I don't know. I feel like it's like it's twenty years later. I can spoil the ending. Well, yeah, yeah. The two main characters die in the end of the of, of oh. Lufia two, and it's like, oh wow, really? It is not a happy ending at oh. all. Now, Sounds tragic. And all the like, well, it's uh, there are a bunch of tragic things because it starts off and with like the main guy, and you think he has like a love interest, and then he ends up dumping his like childhood love interest for some other like slutty bimbo like blonde bimbo like down the street mm-hmm. right so they ditch her and then in the end they both end up dying anyway it's like it's the most tragic story in the world yeah, I mean it's like emotional and I was like oh my god this is so compelling but still like I remember yeah that it was a sad one. one yeah anyways but um with them filing for bankruptcy I mean that might open the door and possibilities for other companies to snag them up so that's true. Yay. No one, nothing has been mentioned yet in terms of other companies buying them out. But I mean, Atlas bought out Sega, so yeah, maybe Sega still has more money lying around and they can pick them up because they. Could, I I could see like, you know, that company kind of blending under the same. Atlas and Sega umbrella. Yeah, because they kind of have like a similar. Yeah. Similar, not the same, but just kind of like that kind of... I feel like they're more of a Bandai Namco company, personally. Or them too. Or them too. Yeah, that's true. I want to start a game company called, like, the Island of Misfit Game Developers and just, like, buy all the, like, shitty ones that are failing. Just buy all the snippets of everything and just, like, smash them together. Yeah. That'd be be interesting. Or Natsume can buy them. We're coming for you. Neverland Co. The Harvest Moon (laughs) franchise. Um, So, Final Fantasy IV The After Years... Is out on iOS and Android, and it's redone in 3D. So, like the Final Fantasy IV that was redone in 3D for the DS, mm-hmm. and three. Um, three was redone too, in 3D. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not SNES three, like original Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was redone in three. Yeah. For, oh, I didn't know that one for was DS. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, but yeah. So the when Final Fantasy IV After Years first came out, it was just like the original like SNES. Um, like sprite-based sprite graphics. Based, yeah. like the original Final Fantasy IV. Yeah. Um, and it, it was out on the Wii. And then you had to buy all the additional stories. It was and like, like episodic. Yeah. yeah. So at each additional story was like 300. And I think like, um, I think Rydia's was like 600 or $6. Yeah. Because like it was the good one. Did you play? Did you play the After Years? I played the, you know, original content it came with. I didn't yeah. buy any of the other stuff. Oh. Um, so I didn't, I don't know. It didn't say if, 
this version came with all the episodic content? This one does. This one is a, is a packaged deal. Oh, so it's everything. Yeah. I, uh, okay. From what I understand, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, then I will, I will totally be on board to buy that because it's redone in 3D and it'll have everything. Yeah. So I'm on board and I'm totally going to buy it. I just I, hate playing Final Fantasy on, on touchscreen yes. devices. Like, yeah. I hate it. Though I played, um, what's it called? What Next the, Dimension? Next Dimension or whatever it is. Something like, like that. Final Fantasy Dimensions. Dimensions. Dimensions, yeah. yeah there you go. That one, and that one was really good. Um, like, the story was well written. Mm-hmm. Um, my problem with it, I think that one was you had two parties of almost virtually the same classes, okay. except for, like, one. So, and it's switching between two different storylines back and forth. Mm-hmm. And the levels, their levels don't. Like sync, sync, right? So you're constant. So you'll like get to level thirty, and then you'll switch to the other party, and they're still at level twenty, and then you're leveling up all the same classes, right? So you have, yeah, it's redundant. It's redundant, and you have to have like you have to have a healer, you have to have mm-hmm. a black mage, right? You have to have somebody who can take it. Why right? gotta be black? Why yeah. gotta be black? Girl? <laughs> why gotta be black? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited to play this because yeah. I haven't played it yet. I just don't know why they didn't release it on 3ds. That is a very good question. Like it's it's perfect for 3ds to have it as like a like a eShop title. Since the SNES days, though, Nintendo's always kind of had sordid relationships with SquareSoft. I know, but they redid FF3 and FF4 for DS for first DS. before it came out on portables. True. And like I said, Final Fantasy IV After Years first came out on Wii. That's true. That, yeah. It was it was yeah. first it was a, like a Wii exclusive for a very long time before it was then released. Other, elsewhere, so and especially with the success of the 3DS in Japan right now, just girl, just slap it on. Yeah, I now watch that end up happening after we all go and buy it for like iOS. Or oh, Android. I'm not buying it for the phone. I'm not buying it unless it comes out on a handheld system. <laughs> You're like, no, not no, I'm not. I doing can't it. wait that long. I have to play it. I'm not doing it, girl. I know. I need to play it too. I can. Um. So, <laughs> next tidbit. Um, I feel weird talking about Smite when Cameron's not here. <laughs> But speaking of you, girl. But uh, Smite is set for an official launch on March twenty fifth, two thousand fourteen. So um, Smite, as you all listeners are familiar with, because mm. Cameron plays it endlessly, constantly, um, is been in an open beta for since its release, um, uh, and they've just been like introducing characters and tweaking things and stuff like that. And then there was like a pre beta. Uh, special that they have where you can pay $30 and you get every character in the game and all the future ones. So I think, as far as I know, that that's still available. So if you're into it, you should probably jump on board and buy that because, Mm -hmm. you know, with League of Legends, you have to buy every character as it comes out. Yeah. And you don't get that option of, like, being able to have all the characters, right? So it might turn out to be a game that, like, grows into, like, a huge roster. This would be really awesome for you to be able to have everything from day one. Another, from day one. Get grandfathered in, girl. Still haven't played it. Well, you have time off coming up, so you should start a list. Christmas time. Christmas. And then just write everything down that you want to play. Smite, Final Fantasy IV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was all I really had to say about that. Just to let the world know that it's happening on it's March twenty fifth, two 2014. Um... So, with Xbox One, uh, 12,000 have been sold on eBay already, and there's 8,000 still listed on eBay. I also wrote LOL next to this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we were talking about the PS4 uh, launch, mm-hmm. I had mentioned about how a lot of people were buying the system for the strict purpose of reselling them. Flipping. And, of course, the same thing happened with, with Xbox. Now, again, this is 20,000 that are accounted for 
on eBay alone. This is not counting Kijiji. This is not counting Craigslist. This is not counting any other back alley deals. Yeah. So 20,000, okay, so the system sold a million. 20,000 we can account for um, on eBay alone. I mean, that's still a lot of numbers for people just buying the system for the sole purpose of just flipping it later. Poor Xbox. <laughs> and, and, and not to mention, I know a lot of people probably weren't going for Xboxes. People probably were going more so for PS for PlayStation. Oh yeah, totally. So I would I would say that the numbers for PlayStation are higher because the system was cheaper. They could sell, uh-huh. flip it for more, mm-hmm. like just you know all that. Yeah. So it's it's just I I just think it's funny because they are all like, oh, we sold a million, we sold a million, but really, how many did you actually sell? Come on now. How many did you actually sell <laughs> that, are, that are in homes and activated and working? Resell yourself. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, think that's, I think that's 2%. That is 2%. Is it 2%? Yeah. I think so. Well, that's accounted for. Yeah. Again, no, that, I mean, that's... no, but that's pretty significant mm-hmm. that it's an actual percent. Right. Or 5%? No, 2%. Because no, it's 20,000. We'll, we'll think 20, about 000. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like how many, I thought we said 50,000. How many of the PlayStations were having that the blue light issue? And you know, four percent. Okay, and the world was like having a shit fit over that. Yeah. So is that like the new red ring of death? Yeah, it's called the blue glow of death. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so yeah, that's a small percentage, and people were going ape shit over that. So this is like two percent. Again, I'm assuming that PlayStation has similar numbers to what mm-hmm. Xbox has on eBay. Yeah. So I think it's a significant amount that you know. Shouldn't be accounted for, mm. in my opinion. Right. But it probably still a million by now with Black Friday that just happened over the past week. Which can I just say? I know most of our listeners are U.S. listeners, guys. Why do y'all go so crazy? Y'all crazy? It's embarrassing. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I love I love all our listeners, but and whatever. But I don't know what's going on in the U.S. Like people are like getting arrested. People pulled out in stretchers. Six in people died. Have, have you seen the website? Yeah, the website. Yeah. There's a catcher. Yeah. This is how many people died, how many got, people got yeah. injured. Shopping people are Friday. people are dying from Black Friday. They're dying for these deals. They're dying for <laughs> You are literally dying, dying for these deals. Dying. Okay, I don't understand it. Like, why can't y'all be more civilized like Canadians? Why can't you just queue up and then take a number and go in one at a time? We have Rob Ford for mayor, and I still think that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, people. And it just seems, you know what? It just, it's mostly Walmart to blame. Because it's mostly Walmarts where these... Yeah. Oh, $99 32-inch TVs, and we only have eight. So y'all <laughs> need to... Duke it out. Yeah. Like... There's there's an, a picture that was going around the internet of like you know like a Black Friday in the states and these people like crawling under the steel grates. I know it's insane. Like they can't even wait for the grate to fully open. They like crawl under it. But the juxtaposition was like Black Friday in Canada. It was a bunch of people like twiddling their thumbs behind a black line, like a black curtain. Yeah, like, just waiting in line. Was, and I was, I was telling you yesterday, there's stories of people, they brought their Thanksgiving dinners with them to stand in queue, uh, line at yeah, the and, stores. And eat them outside in the cold. Like, isn't that miserable? Like, eating out of, like, a little tin foil. Like, well, I'm assuming if it's, a, I don't know, you guys probably bought full barbecues out there, but. <laughs> probably. I, in my mind, it's like eating out of these little tin Having foil. Having a good old bowls. barbecue roast right it's outside like the Walmart. Post-apocalyptic Tail, future. Tailgating Black Friday. <laughs> 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 
I just don't think I could. That's too much for me. I'd I mean, do it. I can't do it. I would. I would just I would, for the cultural experience. I'd throw myself into traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing. I don't want to live in this world anymore. I found a new. I don't want to wait. I found a Newgrounds game called Waiting in Line for Black Friday, and it was like based on like a Doom style graphics, and it's just like this. You're standing on the sidewalk. <laughs> In line, like looking at all these like generic sprites of people, mm. and you can like try to move around. You can't move anywhere, and all you can do is either press the space button to punch yourself in the face, <laughs> or fall asleep. That's art, girl. It's, oh, that's, that's art. That's art. That's some Jesus. social commentary right there. All right. Um, in other, in other Microsoft news, we'll uh, we'll put that one in the show notes for you. <laughs> so Microsoft, and again, I don't even know why. They're even bothering, but they're partnering with Japanese developers um, to, and they'll be announcing some games in 2014. And they're stressing that you know these are going to be full games for the Japanese market, not just downloadable ones. That they are expecting an increase in indie development in Japan. You know, Microsoft, you should really just give it up in Japan. I also wrote LOL. (laughs) I mean. You tried with both Xbox and 360, and that thing just... I don't even think it sold a million in, like... It sells, like, 200 units, like, a month. Like, let it go. It's okay. You guys have... They have the American market on lockdown. Like, just stick with it. I mean, you don't need the Japanese market. They're not doing anything for you. Like, just let it go. They don't want your system... Just... They want your nasty on. green color. Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's the green. It really throws the Japanese no, off. Well, not even just that. It's just the. I think it's just the whole American explosions, things constantly happening on your screen. Well, not even just that. It's just the American like way about Microsoft that just kind of turns Japanese like, people off. Kind of like cultural it's imperialism. A cultural, yeah, you know, they're just like, like oh, we are. You know, they would rather more so support Sony and Nintendo because those are you know home. Home companies. And the games are shit for the audience. Well, that too. I mean, and a lot of the games that are coming out for for Xbox One, you can get on PlayStation. So yeah. The good ones. The good ones. The really good The ones, ones. worth playing. Yeah. Exactly. So I just think they should just let it go and just move on. Mm-hmm. You know? Just let it go. Step aside. So, um, I'm sure some of you have already seen or heard about this news. Um, this is also really embarrassing. Yeah, so... But is it really a surprise? Oh, sorry. So, anyway, <laughs> Twitch um, has removed the PS4 Playroom from the directories. Um, so, for those of you who um, don't know, um, it's, was, uh, it's a service that allows you to broadcast games or gaming-related activity, um, such as a couple that had started a call-in show called The Spartan Show, and, like, it was even so popular that, like, one of the, like, presidents or something of, like, PlayStation actually called in. Uh. And, like, you know, that was, like, one of the good things that came from it. The ugly, disgusting side of it um, was the... More fun side of it, depending on who you're asking. Was was the non-game-related behavior that was happening. What kind of non-game-related behavior are we talking about? So... (laughs) So, one guy and and his wife were on camera, and they decided to just drink and drink and drink. The wife passed out. Oh, no. Okay. And he thought it would be funny or amazing or whatever to just lift her shirt up, and she was exposed. Okay. So, and and that's not even the worst of it, okay? Because then 
he took it to the next level and the camera went uh, dark for like a couple minutes and then he came back and she was naked. So I guess he took all her clothes off while she was passed out. Oh my god. That's sexual assault. That is, well, it's his girlfriend. That it is assault know. though. She's well, not consenting. Well, not consenting. Consented, not consenting. Yeah. Well, she's passed out. A marriage does not imply consent in this case. Uh, yeah. Do you not know about the woman who uh, sued her husband? For um, him trying to have butt sex with her when she was asleep. Oh, yeah, tried to put up her butt when he when she was sleeping. Yeah, and he she sued his ass. <laughs> this Feels is good so if you just horrible. Let it, I'm joking. Sorry, this yeah. is up on top. This yeah. is so horrible. That's just I yeah. Like why 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 are you doing that? Why do you need? This is why we can't have nice things. This, exactly. No, really, it is. This is why in order to do anything, you have to have a certain. We need a test. For everything you do in life, there needs to be a test. Mm-hmm. And if you don't pass the test, you can't do it. No, you're prevented from doing those things. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> I wish we could do that with yourself. You can't go to a Black Friday sale everything. unless you everything. pass a lineup test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll dangle food in front of you like, oh, can't step out of the line. Can't step out of line. <laughs> but, so Twitch has removed that option from the PlayStation 4. And they are going to reevaluate it and think about how they can re-implement it in a way that is what it was meant for. What did they think was going to happen? Have they heard of chat roulette? Honestly, like, <laughs> well, honestly, I, when they, when they were announcing the whole Twitch things, I had never even thought of like that as a thing. I really didn't myself. Yeah. Um, I was just concerned with all the amount of the abundance of now of extra streams that would be out there. And like, well, I just didn't know how many headshot compilations there would be on the end. Yeah. Well, like we couldn't handle it. The world would explode. Yeah. <laughs> I love the ambiguous headline due to non-game related behavior. Yeah, yeah. like um, yeah, okay, like we that's, get the point. That's what they posted. Yeah, it's a bit much for me. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. um, I just think it's disgusting behavior. Yeah, like why would you broadcast that? Like, if you want to strip and expose yourself, like if you want to waggle your thing, then go live. But like your drunk, passed out wife, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I would love to know what the follow-up from that Get was. it together. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, does she even know that this happened? Because, like, I mean, if she's not watching sure the news... Point. Well, if she's not watching the news, like, how would she know? Maybe she woke up naked. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, so wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. We were on camera a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's... <sighs> I, that's that makes me sick. Anyways, well, we're not talking about that anymore. Well... Um, in other, um, what I thought was um, pretty cool. It's, this is like the the opposite of the exposing your wife. Yes, like <laughs> yeah, immature thirty somethings versus very mature teenagers. Yes, yes. So a nineteen year old Skyrim modder um, who created this mod, um, and he was trying to he did it for fun, and he was trying to land a job with Bethesda. Um, created this mod, and instead it was found by Bungie, and they offered him a job as an associate designer, Woo. which I thought was really cool. Because I'm like, what was the mod? I don't remember the name of the mod. I didn't oh, write that. Winter down. Village. It was for Skyrim. I don't it was know. the My Little Pony mod. <laughs> Where, the, where dragons turn into My Little Ponies. That shit is fucking amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so Jesus. good. <laughs> um, but no, uh, he made this mod and uh, Bungie scooped him up. And I guess he, uh, from he might be working on like Destiny or something. I don't know. This is the this is the the world of open source mm-hmm. gaming. You know, like that's uh, you know you, you find hidden talent and people kind of like find their niche in the world. I think that's amazing. Yeah, just like with indie games, right? I mean, did mm. this guy even go to like college or anything? Like, he probably just skipped all that. 
yeah. which is really awesome. Yeah, I mean, and he probably self-taught a lot of this. Stuff. Yeah, and yeah. that's really cool because, like, I mean, hey, if you could skip all that college stuff, skip all the debt and whatever, and you got yeah. yourself a job, who the heck cares? Good job, girl. Slow cut. I just want to say yes. Snaps to you. You go, mm-hmm. you go girl. You go nineteen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, so for eShop releases this week, um, some exciting releases and uh, some price drops. Um, Contra 3 for Wii U is out. Um, I love all the Contra games. This one's really hard. Yeah, they're really hard. Um, and then also in effort of hard games, yeah, I was just Ninja Gaiden 3 <laughs> oh, for yeah. 3DS um, is also out. Um, all the Mario games are on sale this week, so if you is Ninja wait is Ninja Gaiden three? That's the one where you like die forty times in the in like the tutorial. Probably, yeah. yeah. There's I remember playing when I'm like I can't do this. <laughs> I haven't learned to play the game and I'm already frustrated. There's, there's, they're ridiculous. Um, and uh, so yeah, all the Mario games are on sale this week, so it's a really good time to jump on any of the past Mario games like Mario World, Super Mario Brothers, or um, Super Mario Brothers two. Any of those games, there and are three is out now too. I think it will be coming out. It's oh, not out yet. Okay, um, that one's coming out in December. All right, um, but uh, they're all on sale this week because like Nintendo's like having like a Mario extravaganza. Well, last week was a Link extravaganza. Oh, okay. This week is a Mario extravaganza. Next week might be I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, and then Shin Megami Tensei is down to thirty dollars from fifty dollars. So if you are thinking of getting this game, now might be a good time to jump mm-hmm. on. We've been raving about it for weeks. A number of episodes we've talked about it. So. Yeah. I, I, I played it. Um, it wasn't my cup of tea. I didn't like it. Oh. That's just me. And maybe someone else will like it. I yeah. know you I like it. it. I really like it. Um, did you end up finishing it? No, because... Reasons? <laughs> Reasons. <laughs> just so much to play. I'm just like... Oh, Backlogged? Yeah. Yeah. And in other news, which no one was surprised when they heard this, and I don't, I, I think it's just going to get to the point where people are just going to stop caring. Um, the Warcraft movie was delayed to March 2016. No! Yeah. Way. Yeah. I'm so shocked. So first of all, when they came out and said that it was releasing December 2015, and they hadn't shot one reel of film, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> LOL, okay. Like, yeah, do you have anything? Actors? No? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I think, what, Colin Farrell was announced right. as being a part of it? But, like... You haven't shot one reel of film yet, and you're already announcing, like, a set date? I'm like, that's just stupid. You're obviously not going to make that date. P.S. You're Blizzard. So, yeah, and that's like, the other thing, too. Together. It's Blizzard. We don't believe you. We know that that's not happening. So it's just like, okay, so now it's pushed to March 2016, and you know what? I think it's going to get delayed again, and I think by that point, <laughs> no one's going to care anymore. Isn't this the new Titan? Like, it just gets it pushed just, back, and then it eventually doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, uh, I mean, it's just... Oh, that thing, we forgot about that. We're going to restructure this entire film. But, but guys, March 2016, we're not even at March 2014. Yeah. In, in two years, <laughs> are you going to care about a Warcraft movie anymore? Like, no one's even really playing this game anymore. Well, I always thought, like, the hardcore Blizzard fans would still care. Okay, fine. But, like, Warcraft subscriptions are declining. Yeah. So what's going to happen between now and two years? They're going to decline even more. Yo, maybe that Black Friday sale for 75% off of more travel. $5 more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. So is this film supposed to end? No, it's just... Wow? It's just going to... No, it's just going to be a film that is Warcraft. But it's they should not, just end WoW. <laughs> just, yes. You know? They should, but I mean, obviously that's not what the goal was 
and obviously they can't change it now because God knows they had to change the script now at this point. Like they probably yeah. didn't even have a script. <laughs> just like ah oh, yeah, December twenty fifteen, and then oh and lol, then, we don't have a script. And then they went home, opened Microsoft Word, and they're like, oh shit, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Arthur colon. Hello, every... Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. I don't... This is not... Or Arthas, sorry. Yeah. This isn't working. This isn't working. <laughs> I think this game, this movie is also going to, like, brew a lot of gamer rage. You're going to be like, why aren't the Griffiths? Why aren't the Trolls? Like, there is so much to this game. Like, well, you can't serve every Warcraft no. fan, right? Like... It's going to be, what, a two-hour movie? Yeah. Like, okay, let's say they even went crazy. They made it a three-hour movie. You cannot culminate, like, what is it? What expansion are they coming out with? Like the, the fifth? Fifth sixth, or sixth six, expansion? Yeah. Oh. So we're talking, like, this huge series just full of lore, full of story, full of characters, and you want to put this into, like, let's say a three-hour movie. Let's give them the benefit Maybe of Maybe they're trying to part, start, like, pull a Marvel and, like, create a franchise, Maybe. you know? Uh, okay, if that's what they're trying to do... 2016 is when you want to come up with the first one. Um, when are you planning on coming out with a follow-up? 2020? Like, who the fuck cares by this point? Okay, for those who, who live in Toronto, what will be completed first? The WoW movie or the Scarborough Subway experience? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Oh, Place your bets now, vgrealness.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyways, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about a retrospective of all the Mario console games. Be right back! Three D World came out Woo-hoo. last week, um, and it was the big Wii U release uh, for Nintendo's console. Uh, it's pretty much you know the savior game. That's Except Kotaku didn't like it. Shocker! He was like, "Who was shocked?" It's by a that? great game, but it's not a great Wii U game. I live in Bushwick. <laughs> okay, I get, it. I get it. Like, I get it. Are you surprised that Kotaku didn't like it? Like, what does? Kotaku- Sorry, I didn't mean to throw Kotaku shade. I'm just over it. I don't visit their website anymore. I'm over it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so over it. Um, so, anyway, Mario 3D World. Um, from the sales numbers I actually looked at, though, it didn't have that many, that high sales numbers. No, and Japan has the lowest sales of any Mario game ever released. Yeah. Well, on, on like, like console. Like, we're not talking, like, like since the, the 64 days. Mm-hmm. Like, that sort of era. Like it, well, no one has a Wii U there. I don't know what, like, what you expect. Well, not even just there. Here, too. Like, oh, I didn't know what the numbers were here. Well, if the numbers that I saw were correct, it was like 200,000. Like, maybe 300,000. Not very high. Now, of course, a lot of it probably will grow between For now like and Christmas. For, like, first week, first month? First week, yeah. That's not bad. 300,000 first week. From Mario game? Yeah. They never hit, like, million first week, ever. I guess so. It's something that grows over time. But, anyways... It's a game that, quote-unquote, has legs. Yeah. We'll see. 
Um, this is a title that pulls many elements from uh, previous Mario games. Um, so we're going to take a look back at all of the you know major console releases um, just to see you know how the series has grown over time mm-hmm. from the Mario Brothers days to Super Mario Galaxy. Um, so the very first you know game that was a console game uh, for Mario was the Mar- Mario Brothers. Um, which was the introduction of Mario and Luigi. So this is okay. the first appearance that Luigi made. Um, and uh, the full game of the actual Mario Brothers is in 3D World, um, as, I guess, paying homage, um, but reskinned with two Luigis instead of yeah. Mario because it's the year of Luigi. They really have been, like, really emphasizing that year of Luigi thing. Like, I thought it might have just been, like, a promotion thing that they started and then kind of just forgot about later on, but they really have been... Pushing that whole mantra for yeah. like the whole whole year. Except and we didn't get the 3DS Luigi one. I wanted that, that came one. out in North America, didn't it? I saw like Black Friday flyers with it. Oh, I don't. I didn't think so. Maybe not in Maybe. Canada, but I think it got in the US. Hmm, okay. But um, and then there was Mario and Luigi Dream Team one as well, the 3DS. Mm. So there was that one too. That's true. Um, but yeah, so Mario Brothers was the first introduction of Mario and Luigi, um, and then Super Mario Brothers, which is like you know the premiere mm-hmm. um, console game mm-hmm. um, which was released on NES in 1985 and it was the first of the platformer series introduced you know worlds 1 through 8 yep. um, you introduced Bowser you have your flagpole Peach and Toad were also introduced as characters and all your enemies that you know we've come to know and love exactly <laughs> Goombas Koopas Hammer Brothers etc you know everything was the foundation was set from Super Mario Brothers, and of course, has grown from since then. Yeah, um, Super Mario Brothers Two, um, which was on NES in 1988, um, and which that was, wasn't originally a Super Mario Brothers game. No, no. Um, Doki Doki Panic, I think it was called. Yes, yes. Um, so of course, <laughs> that was so. With Super Mario Brothers Two, the, there was a Mario Brothers Two that was scheduled for release. Yeah, yep. it came out in Japan as Super Mario Brothers Two Lost Levels, right? Which was too difficult for people in North America. Was that the one with the poison mushrooms? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, and that was the one where you could play as Mario or you could play as Luigi, and then um, Luigi had the higher jump Ooh. but couldn't stop, and then um, Mario was stop. just like your. He played, like, original Mario. Yeah. Um, and then they they had made Doki Doki Panic. Um, they originally had started it to be a Mario game, and then they were like, no. I thought, they, I thought like, it was released as Doki Doki Panic in Japan, and yes. then they rebranded it yes. for yeah. the Amer- American audience. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it originally, when it was first being made, was to be a Mario game. Oh. But then they were like, ah, no, they, would, they scrapped weird. it. Yeah. So then they made it as Doki Doki Panic. And yeah. then... When it came out in the States, they were like, ah, oh, no, let's throw back the Mario thing on it and change some things. Mm-hmm. And then it came out in Japan, not until after Super Mario World. Hmm. Really? It? Yeah. Oh. They didn't get it in Japan until, way, like, way after. We got night. something first for once? Yeah. Yeah. Well, weird. Technically, they had Doki Doki. Uh, I guess so. Basic, non-version part of the game. Yeah. And I like how they, they at the end of Super Mario Bros. 2, it's like, oh, it was all a dream, which removes it from the Mario canon. But, yeah. like, there needs to be Mario canon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's still, but, I mean, the things, it's, they still kind of assert it as part of Mario canon. Like, there are still shy guys and that's True. Yeah, but part. there's a lot of people that don't reappear. I think that's the thing. Like, like Wart. You yes. never see him again. Those yeah. weird mask things. 
like yeah. fly around. Oh, yeah, 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 fly yeah, yeah, yeah. And chase you. Like, mm-hmm. Those are gone, too. Yeah. Um, but Birdo. Birdo's still around. Birdo's still around, yes. Birdo. Our favorite trans character oh, from video games. Uh, what's his name? Um, Drew McKenzie writes, uh, he follows us on Twitter. Um, he, I think his, he has a blog called Back of Zero Box or something like that. Okay. He does really good Super Mario Bros. 2 stories. Like, he writes about the history of it and everything. Oh! And he goes into, like, um, what the meaning of some of the characters are behind okay. the whole thing. So, check it out. It is actually worth checking out. That's cool. I yeah. do want to check that out. Yeah, yeah put it in the show notes. Is it, like, show notes. is it, like, fan fiction? Or? No, like, he'll say, um, you'll notice that some of the, um, uh, so the, the flying guys with the pitchforks and the masks, yeah. their, their, their names are subcon. Yes. So that's for subconscious, and they only appear in the dark worlds of Super Mario 2. So it's like when you go through the door into the dark worlds, that's actually the subconscious, because oh. it's a dream. Like, he goes into some pretty cool stuff there. So oh. we'll post it in the show notes. I like it's it. It's worth a read, yeah. Yeah. I'm into yeah. it. Um, so Super Mario Bros. 2 was the introduction of four players. Well... Four characters, sorry. Um, Toad and Peach were uh, introduced as playable characters, and of course, you could you know change characters and who you want to play. Um, each of the four characters had distinct characteristics about them, which is something mm-hmm. that was brought back for uh, Mario 3D World. Peach has her float. Toad could run faster. Um, uh, Luigi can jump higher. Um, although Toad didn't really have the faster running ability, and no. he had the faster pickup. You could pull. Oh, that's what it was. Pull the turn. Everybody the played Peach faster. anyways because you could fly. If you're not playing the game as Peach, you're playing it wrong. <laughs> you're doing it. Made it, it so much easier. Yeah, it is. <laughs> FYI, I just yeah. remember Game Genie like days putting on Infinite Float. That was the best shit ever. Best shit ever. <laughs> Seriously, Game Genie, it was like. So much fun for NES games because you could fuck games like, like crazy. The whole level. <laughs> yeah, infinite float and like and super high jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would just jump to the top of the level and then float across. <laughs> it's like, well, why am I even playing this now? <laughs> um, I wanted the scenic view. Yes, like, see the whole level. I wanted yeah. to look at it. Um, so then Super Mario Bros. 3 in 1990. Um, this was the introduction of new power-ups besides just the, the mushroom and the fire flower. You had a whole... P-wing. P-wing, frog suit. Float. <laughs> whole bunch of different power-ups Could were introduced. Nice. <laughs> this was my first Super Mario game. Oh. Oh, really? I played it before Super Mario Bros. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I really like this one. Ah, so I'm still... Swear that this is the best in the series. I'm per- this is personally my favorite. Wow, game. that's some bold, bold words there. Um, and what they brought back in 3D World, and you're not at this point, mm-hmm. yet, I don't think, but at the end of Super Mario Bros. 3, at the final world, there's that one level where it's just all tanks moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, they bring that back in oh, 3D nice. World. One of, one of the Bowser castles, or two of them, is just tanks moving, oh, and you like jump oh, over them. Those geez. ones are so hard. Yeah, so it's, it's like cannonballs everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait. It's fun. And there's spikes in front of some of the tanks and yeah. stuff. It's really cool. It's cool. Um, and then also the Koopa kids were introduced. They're not in the game, but... No. But that was one of the in- the... Introductions that uh, was brought. What with was Super the last Mario game they were in? They were in. Um, they were in uh, New, New Super, Super Mario Bros. U. U. Oh, you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the introduction of a world map as well was a new thing, as opposed to just you know level after level. Map. Yeah. You can yeah. have the world map and select your world that you were going to. So that was something that was introduced, of course. Now that was brought back for this one, um, Super Mario World for SNES in 1991. Um, brought in Bigger Worlds, brought in Yoshi, which... Yoshi's not in the game, right? No. No Yoshi. No. Why? 
Oh, yeah. you know, because then you have like four Yoshis and it just beats It just get crazy. I guess so. Um, the collectible coins um, per level, um, this was the first game that introduced that. Yeah. Um, you, the Yoshi coins, you get five oh, yeah, and you yeah, get the yeah. one up. So that was the first um, time that was introduced and now it was brought back and you have what, the stars that you have to green collect. Green stars, yeah. Um, and the green stars are, are necessary to pass certain points in the game. Yeah, yeah. You don't get a one up, but like the idea of replaying a level so you can collect all those things yes. really got introduced here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Super Mario World 2 um, didn't really bring in much that was brought into this game, except Kamek. Um, Did I not this? play this? What is this? What game are we talking about? Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. <gasps> oh! Okay, I maybe I should just call it Yoshi's Island. Yeah, okay. because I was. But it was like, technically yes, Super Mario yes, World yes. 2. No, yeah. sorry, I'm just basic. But I was like, um, did I like black out? <laughs> like, five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. I, like as a child, did I just no. black out? <laughs> no, so um, <laughs> I remember '95. It was a wild <laughs> year, man. Oh man, <laughs> lots of peyote. Uh, <laughs> so it was. I time traveled. <laughs> oh, sorry. So it was a game that was very different from all previous Mario's. Um, you know, you mostly were playing as Yoshi, right? Yeah. Um, and Baby Mario and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot me in the mouth. But God. none of the none of the things that were unique to that game were brought into this one, um, except Kamek. Bubbles. 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 And you can turn into yeah. vehicles. You could be like a car, a plane. Yeah, yeah but, but that's not, not in this that's game. That's not in this one. Like, oh, that's the next about... one. No, I mean that you were in Mario 3D World. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm here, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. Pay attention. He is paying attention. <laughs> so, then Super Mario 64, which was the, you know, complete overhaul of the Mario series, in uh-huh. my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it changed how we really played Mario from a side-scrolling um, platforming game to now 3D levels, you know, open worlds, you know, you've changed the mechanics to now collecting stars as the goal of the game to collect um, the, the one star at, at, through each level, you know, having to go through more puzzles to kind of get to and collect those stars yeah. as opposed to just kind of making your way through the level yeah. to hit the This flag. was more like a move towards, like, achievement-based well, game playing, It right? changed how we play games, period. It did. Yeah. Like, it was... Like, yeah. It just changed so much. Yeah. Like, for 3D gaming as a whole. I mean, this was really the first game that really, you know, pioneered that path. It wasn't, it wasn't, about, um, it wasn't about getting to the end of the level anymore. No, it was yeah. more exploration-based. Yeah. You know, there was right. no time limit. You could fart around the level as long as you wanted to, take as much time, you know, explore and... and look for all the hidden paths and stuff, which, I mean, other Mario games did have, but this one really, like... Encouraged you. Encouraged yeah. it, and was really put there with all the hidden levels. Which is a precedent now in the gaming world. Like, the most popular games are the ones that are exploration-based, you know, open-world open concepts, open world. Mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Um, they also introduced red coins in this one. Yes. Yep. Um, yes, I forgot to mention that. Um, and uh, replaying a, a level on an area multiple times. Yeah. Um, this was uh, something that again was introduced for uh, this one. Well, actually, Super Mario World, you could replay levels. Yeah. This is this rewarded you. You but could go back to the other ones in Super Mario World, but it didn't. It was just to get like extra lives. But what I what I mostly mean when I say replaying an area is that you know how all the worlds were like you know kind of all the same. Yeah. 
but like the stars might be in a different location. Yeah, and you have to do a different thing, defeat a different boss, or sometimes the world would actually be a little bit different. Yeah, it w- but b- mostly you were within one world and like doing everything mm-hmm. and collecting seven stars within that one yeah. world. Yeah. So that replaying of the same area, I guess, is more so um, something that was reintroduced in. That's the same thing here. Um, the abilities for Mario were introduced. You, know, you have punching and kicking and spinning and backflips and all that stuff. Yeah. That was all. He became new. acrobatic. Yeah. Which all. is now intuitive, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Like, at, the time. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. at the time. Yeah. Like, what is he doing? I mean, all yeah. before he could do was spin his cape around in Super Mario World, and that was it. Which was kind of busted. Yeah. I didn't really like Super Mario World, I no. have to say. I, I, well, it, Super Mario World, in my opinion, didn't really do very much different from Super Mario Brothers 3. No, and the physics were off. I found the physics really off in Super Mario World. Like, the jumping was off. I couldn't. I could never figure out how to do the bounce with the cape. Where you, you like fly and you, and you wow, wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> good job, guys. Yeah, because <laughs> there were some levels where you had to like fly under stuff and then like go back up. Go back yeah. up. That shit was fucking hard. Yeah. Um, Super Mario Sunshine um, didn't really, in my opinion, in my opinion, is the worst of all the Mario games. Super Mario Sunshine. I know a lot of people love it. And hate tweets are probably coming in as we speak. It's because it didn't really do anything. It didn't really do anything. I, it's kind of like the Super Mario World of the 3D generation. Exactly. Like it, 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 was just, a, it was like a new game and it was higher res, but it didn't do anything exactly. to push it forward. It continued yeah. on from what Mario 64 did. It just you know, made it prettier. Now he's a water gun. Well, and, and it became too reliant on the fact that he's a water gun, which yeah. he knew would not come back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It wasn't like Mario's permanently going to have a no. water gun from now on. But everything was based on, like, this water gun and, like, squirting it and shooting it <laughs> and flying with it. And it was Sorry, just... Sorry, what were they doing with it? Stop it. it was squirting? Just, it, it was shooting. annoying. Sure. <laughs> and, like, and the whole tropics theme was, like, overwhelming. It was like, okay, I get it. You're in a resort. Like, stop it. And, like, the palm trees are alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's just frightening. Yeah. It was, it was a bit much. For me, no. It wasn't my cup of tea. No. Um, but it uh, it just built more on Mario 64. It brought in the, the flood device. But in terms of things that were unique to Mario Sunshine, nothing. Mm. Mm-hmm. So no. nothing from Mario Sunshine... When I recall, unique to you know, you know what was unique to Mario, Super Mario Sunshine? Boredom. Hey, it wasn't that boring. <laughs> and shines. They got Which rid of stars and they put stars. I, I know, but I'm just saying they got rid of. I always thought it was funny that um, in Japan it was shine get. Yeah, but it wasn't very grammatically correct, no. so they just changed it to shine. Yeah, shine. Or not like you gotta shine. It's yeah. just shine, and they just—it was literally like you could they see. They dropped the get. They just took the get out, and you could see that like it, the way it was like adjusted, like oh, the spacing was, was off. The spacing was off, so they literally just took the word out. It's like I took an eraser, and they were like, no. Like, <laughs> like this was pre Wii days. There wasn't a lot of money lying around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they just had to find the quickest way to get that out, the cheapest way. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. um, Super Mario Galaxy. In 2007, huge gap between uh, uh, Sunshine and Galaxy. Yeah, well, they did uh, New Super Mario Bros. in between here. On no, the DS, on the DS. They? Oh, on the DS. Yeah. yeah, I meant console. Right, but yes, which, that one was on the DS, which introduced wall jumping. Yes, um, and no wall jumping was in Mario 64. No, you couldn't jump up and get off a wall, could you? Yes, you yeah, could. could you bounce before? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, like multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Couldn't I you? thought you could. You can wall jump in Mario 64. I don't know, I know how many can, like, times you could do okay, it. Okay, yeah. anyway. um, and then the, the big mushroom. 
the the super big oh, yeah, one yeah, 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 was yeah. brought in the DS one. That's true. Big shroom. This was my sister's first Mario game. Galaxy. Mario Galaxy. Mario Galaxy it's a was great one person. to be your first. Nah, yeah. yeah, she's addicted and now she wants them all. Did she have Galaxy two? Uh, I don't know, actually. It's 1999 now. She should buy it from her. I was going to say, okay, <laughs> I can't present. find my Galaxy and Galaxy 2. I don't know where they went. I don't have them. I, have I don't own. have them. Sorry. I'm, I'm, like, really nervous. I might have to buy them, but whatever. Anyway, sorry. Are you continue. clenched? No, I mean, I have 3D World now, but I, the other day before 3D World came out, I was like, I want to play Mario Mario 2. Did you say, are you clenched? Yes. <laughs> yes, Greg. That is what he said. <laughs> For the fifth time. That's the best. I'm sorry. That was inappropriate. <laughs> no, it was. Um, it's in a larger context of things yes, that I know. to me. I know. That's yeah. why I said that. <laughs> the best. Okay. Right. So, Mario Galaxy um, 2007, there is five years between console release. Yeah. Um, you know, they came out with Mario Sunshine and then they were kind of like, oh God, we don't know what to do. And GameCube was kind of dying, so they probably were just like, you know, we're just going to put it on our next console. Which... And then I love how they came up with, like, the best thing ever. Yes. Um, <laughs> complete 3D worlds and mechanics and new physics, you know, running upside down, running on the side of walls, and, like, just crazy physics in this game um, introduced. Um, you know, and then the second player um, assist mode was uh, introduced first mm. in this game. Yes. Which is in... Um, uh, Mario Brothers U assist mode. Yes. Oh, the second player that can shoot the stars. stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that um, uh, that type of second player assisting, like a casual assisting. Yeah, player, right? that was first introduced in Galaxy. It's funny because you know how I told you, like when I first started playing Zelda, I, my brothers would just like take a backseat and I would play. So when my sister got this game, I never get a chance to play because she would always play. Mod the tables have <laughs> They were totally turned, and I would just sit there and shoot things with stars. Shoot the stars. So, that's a fun part, though. I know, it's fun. I was just like, can I play Mario? She's like, no! You'll, you'll make me die. Like, you're seven. <laughs> you're seven years old. Yeah. So apparently she's better at it than you. I will say this. I just looked up the sales figures for Galaxy. So in its first week, it sold 500,000 copies, which is significantly more than 3D World if those numbers are true, but the install base the was install base crazy was a lot. wicked. So, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but, um, so yeah. And then Rosalina. Space bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. And her stupid story. Yeah. Like, like, oh, one day a girl fell from space. <laughs> and like, <laughs> the end. I tried to read that story. I was like, this is a really confusing story. Yeah. Um, so she was introduced. And of course, Rosalina is in the game as um, once you complete... One of the levels, you, you unlock can be, her. You oh, can in three D world, yeah. yeah. You you, can, you go to the very end, and then once you beat the very last thing, you can use her. You unlock her. Oh, and she is OP. Yeah, Why? she twirls. She has this twirl, and it kills everything around her. Yeah, fucking She's twirl. She's twirl. 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 And twirl. Yeah. Work. Twirl. Work. But she does lose the twirl if you get a power up. Oh, oh yeah. If you get like a cat, she's. You get a cat, or you get um fire flower. You lose the twirl. She's gone with the wind. Fabulous. Um, and then New Super Mario Brothers um is the first, which was came out in two thousand nine. Um, went back to you know side scrolling. Um, because I guess. There were people that didn't like Mario Galaxy weirdos, whoever they be. Um, but New Super Mario Brothers um, followed the um, pattern of the DS one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going back to side scrolling and introduced four players playing at one time. So this was the first one that allowed 
four-player competitive slash cooperative play at the same time. And that's where people learned only certain people are allowed to play yes, Mario Brothers. Not, this is not a game for everyone. <laughs> nope. Because, yes. Reasons. Because of reasons, yeah. Um, and then Galaxy... bitches be bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, Galaxy 2 and, and New Super Mario U, they don't bring anything new. They really just continued upon what Galaxy had and what new Super Mario Brothers had. So they didn't bring anything new. The only thing I will say that was kind of brought over is that in Galaxy 2, in certain Yoshi levels, if you eat the hot chili, it, like, blasts you ahead. Mm-hmm. Or if you eat, like, the yellow chili, you get, like, light around you. Okay. And that's sort of the idea of, like, blasting through a stage and the light doing different things is brought back in 3D World. Okay. It's not with Yoshi, but... That concept. That concept been, yeah. is still there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, Mario 3D World is very similar and borrows from 3D Land in terms of the play style mm-hmm. and the puzzles mm-hmm. and, um, um, you know, it, it. the way in which 3D Land plays um, is different from the regular side-scrolling ones, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, and it's different from the 3D ones where the objective was to just get the shine. This one was... The three land is kind of more of like a puzzle base and like yeah. platforming at the same time, you know. So this is what was brought into 3D World. Yeah. So, you know, they do a really good job of it. Yeah, it's like there's three streams of Mario now. There's yeah. like the 2D stream, mm-hmm. there's like the 64 Galaxy objective, get the star stream, mm-hmm. and now there's this weird 3D land, 3D world yes. stream, which is like they've created 2D a, in 3D. Yeah, yeah. they created a new... Hybrid. Hybrid for yeah. Mario, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, we've gone through we've gone through the past how many console games for Mario. A million. And look how much it's evolved and how much it's changed. How much we still love this game. How much we still enjoy playing it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm t- definitely excited to see where they take the next Mario. Well, and think about how it's, like we were saying, how it's been setting precedence for yes. the game industry, mm-hmm. right? The way we perceive three-dimensional games. Like, I would say that Mario 64 was the first game to get it right. Mm-hmm. Like, to get that kind of style of gameplay mm-hmm. absolutely right. And yeah. then so many followed after it, you know? Yeah. Like, everything followed after that. Like, they, it got the camera working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. I would say Zelda perfected the camera. It though. did perfect it. Zelda did build off the 64 yes. mechanic. Yes, and then, like... Nailed, Nailed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but the idea that you could just rotate the camera behind your character mm-hmm. was apparently novel to game developers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now we're like, okay. Well, it was a new concept, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the other things that so were, was added into this game, which is new and unique to any Mario, was the score system. <laughs> um, so the score system added to see who did the best at, at the end of each level. Mm-hmm. And the winner gets a crown uh, to... Uh, to the top player and it can be stolen during the game wait what does the crown do the crown will allow you to whoever's wearing the crown at the end of the level receives a bonus 5,000 points oh okay extra 5,000 points right so uh, you know as you're playing whoever got the top gets the crown for the most points if you want to stay on top, you've got to keep that crown, yeah. and then... Or else someone else will get a 5,000-point boost, and that might make them win in the next round over you. Oh, yeah. So, so you can be competitive. Oh, yes, yeah. you can. You can be. You can be. But if you spend all your time... But there's a time limit, so if you spend all your time trying to chase each other for the crown, then your time limit's <laughs> Like, so there is an element of... 
you know, you're all kind of working together and then you just, you yeah. know, backstab that bitch, like, you steal the crown, yeah, and then you run around again. Like, oh, you. You know, it's like, oh, you're jumping over a platform, you knock a bitch down, and then she falls, you yeah. snatch her crown, and. And you're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I will say, um. It's the mean girls of Mario. Having played four players waiting for that score, um, it, you know, it, it, like everybody's bar goes up at the same time, and you know, fourth player stops first, yeah. and the third second first. Um, that moment where you just see everyone score, and if the first player does significantly better, like twice as much points as everybody else, it's kind of awkward. You're all just sitting there, like, oh. Well, we're all ganging up on you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, mm, I guess I'm better than all of you. <laughs> I'm amazing. And I will say, it's usually Peach. Is she? Because she... she can always float to the top of the flagpole. Oh, which is which, an extra 10,000 Yeah, which nets you 10,000. God, Peach. And if you're the first one to get the pole, like, you get more points, too. <laughs> so then bitch can just fly <laughs> away. Just flies over. There's so much euphemism. I'll stop the first it, one right? to get the pole wins. And it's usually Peach. Usually. <laughs> just saying. Slut. So that bitch is a fluffer. I mean a floater. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. So, that concludes our discussion of Mario 3D World. It really shows how much has evolved, the mm-hmm. series. Like, people who say the series doesn't evolve, like, oh, it's the same thing, you run around and you jump on people. It's like, no. You're it, stupid. It really has changed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, once you break it down and you look at it, and, and again, this was the only, like, major console release that we went through. There was, like, obviously, like, you know, um, Super Mario Land for yeah. Game Boy, mm-hmm. um, which was, like, a whole... Which is like a whole other hybrid in itself. Were the turtle shells like exploded or something? Yes, they did. That was in the first one. And you were saving Daisy, right? Yes. Dishrag Daisy. That's where Daisy made her first appearance. Was in those weird bees that made that annoying noise. They went like when they died. I was so bad at that game. Yeah, I love. Oh, and yeah, and the and the ones that were jumping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, those things were creepy. I don't even know what they are. Everything in that game was weird. Weirder than Mario 2. <laughs> the, 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 did you ever make it to the fourth world? No. <laughs> the fourth world is like so, like, is that the space racially world? offensive. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's like the, the Chinese world, and there's like, oh, the, the like, it's so, like, I could never make it past the underwater level. With the, in the submarine? You get a submarine at some point. It's still yeah. hard. It's there's still this, hard. There's the submarine one, and then the last stage is the flying one. That shit's so. weird. I don't get it. I know. It's a very weird game, but it's super fun. But yeah. anyway. All right. That concludes our podcast um, for this week. It's over already? It is over already. Oh, my God. I know. Time flies. I'm so sad. I know. Um, my hand. There you go. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> now, I, I've actually been behind in my listening of, of, of uh, our Sisterhood podcast because mm. I was away for the week. What is um, it? The Sisterhood of the Indie Podcast. Gamer Indie Podcast. <laughs> One day I'll get it right. One day. You got a few adjectives, a couple gerunds in there. Grammatical realness. I know. <laughs> but, That's our hashtag for the week. PG realness, grammatical realness. <laughs> Um, but as I say, you know, um, if you enjoy what we do, always give them a listen. Yes. Um, I don't know what they've talked about over the past couple of weeks, because I... Have you listened uh, to Oh, there was a link between Worlds Spectacular on... Um, Cooper Club? UK, yeah. Oh, I gotta listen to that. Mm-hmm, girl. Um, and, uh... 
uh, Game Boy hasn't posted anything recently. Um, they probably, I guess, will post something this week. It is Thanksgiving over there. That's true. Um, and of course, Orange Lounge radios every week, um, yeah. so you can always check them out. Uh, Game Bar uh, talked about uh, 3D World as well, mm-hmm. um, from what I read on the description, so you can check them out as well. Um, and am I forgetting someone? No, I said Game Boy, Koopa Club, and Game Bar, and it's Orange Lounge Radio. And OLR. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's everyone. Um, so check them all out. Uh, of course, continue to leave your comments and feedback for us. We love hearing them. We love you. And we love you. And that concludes this week. Join us next week uh, when we'll be talking about stuff that we haven't planned out yet. <laughs> Deal with Yay! it. Deal with it. Bye. <laughs>